Welcome to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I'm AJ. I'm Jen. And this is episode number eight of Podcast in Death. And you know, so last week, as you all know, we had a special guest on, uh, Tara Corkery of the uh, Basic Snitches podcast. And we had so much fun with Tara that last time that we decided to have her back on this time. So welcome once again, Tara. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> and we're also having you back on because you were saying that this this book that we're reading this week, uh, Rapture and Death, is one of your favorite books. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of the best in the series, but I think I say that every single week. That's just fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every week it's like, this is one of the best ones in the series. <laughs> a lot to dissect in this one that's for sure oh yeah definitely yeah when i was reading it i was like damn we're gonna have a discussion yeah (laughs) i made a couple of notes yeah yeah i have made a couple notes in this one even rourke are on their honeymoon and they're spending the last week of it at the olympus resort before it's finished so it's in still in process of being built Um, While there, one of Rourke's employees is found dead. The death seems like a suicide, but after two more deaths that are similar, Eve realizes that what she's really dealing with here is murder, and Rourke is the ultimate target. Whoa. That was beautiful synopsis. (laughs) (laughs) Why, thank you. So, yeah, so, you know, this one starts off and, you know, they're at Olympus and whatnot. And, and it starts off with her, like, being in the VR session. Yeah, I you guess know? that's what you would call it. Yeah. yeah. And she's, like, practicing. You know, she's in an alleyway and she's shooting people with her little laser. Uh-huh. And so, so this very first scene, something happens that was always a huge... Um, debate in the fandom right mm-hmm. Rourke comes in and he's dressed for dinner he's in a tux and a diamond stud a diamond stud <laughs> it's a tie stud it's not an earring <laughs> it doesn't say that it was not 1985 he did not have an earring for god's sake <laughs> well people now have i know earrings. but it was never mentioned again that he had an earring for goodness sake right so but it seemed weird <laughs> it like seemed a diamond weird. stud and kind of out of nowhere an explanation yeah it is out of nowhere without an explanation i mean if you're not if you're somebody that's not used to people wearing tuxes with you know, tie studs. Yeah. I guess. Is that even a thing even now? I don't know. I don't, I don't go very many places where people wear tuxes. What do you think Maybe I am? Where, where people like, wear lots of, I don't know, like it's popular <laughs> where people wear tuxes for, I, I have no idea. Or is he dressing like he's in, you know, uh, Regency England and he's wearing a cravat with a cravat? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't they always put the cravat with the stud, right? I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. That works. I don't know. I it just seemed weird. It's a little weird. So we're we're on like it's it's a tie stud and not an earring. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
Yes. And we vaguely remember asking Nora about that on AdWolf. And she confirmed it was a tie set. So it might be in the wiki somewhere. Yeah. We'd have yeah to. I could look it up. Yes. Because uh, I shared the secret, uh, Tara, I'll tell you and Jen. And so just you and Jen will know. Um, before AdWolf shut down, you know, they had, did you know anything about AdWolf? Were you on AdWolf at all? Not really. I like joined they, it and didn't pay attention. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, so they had these threads that they would start um, where they called them the stupid question threads because people would come in all the time and ask Nora questions. And so they would just, okay, we'll just set up a thread specifically for the stupid questions that people ask. And and they would go for several pages until they got too big and then they would stop it and start another one yeah. or whatever, right? But she answered a ton of questions about everything, everything in death, everything about her regular books. I mean, she just answered a ton of questions. She did. She answered a lot so of questions and got a lot Adwo- for it. Yeah. <laughs> and when AdWolf shut down, uh, me being me, I was like, we can't lose. This is a great resource. So I went in and I copied every single one of those. <laughs> and I have them. <laughs> So I can look through them anytime I want to. <laughs> oh my god, I love it so much. <laughs> yes. I'm so I'm so EDD. You really are. You really are. <laughs> For real. <laughs> You're such a it's, tech nerd. It's beautiful. No, I just like I said, I vaguely remember asking her that, or maybe I intended to, but I'm pretty sure I did. Or somebody did. And it was confirmed that it was a tie stud yeah. and not an yeah. earring. I kind of remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I do kind of remember that. So. So. Because, yeah, again, Rourke's not an earring type of guy. I mean. Yeah. Really. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I To me, the only guys that wear earrings are trying, guys trying to recapture their youth or pirates, I guess. Definitely <laughs> 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 pirates. Pirates. Oh, no. Our guy is going through you know, their midlife crisis. Exactly. Okay. Like, God bless him, but like when Harrison Ford got his earring, I was just like, really? Come on, man. Or a pirate going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing two. He's wearing two. <laughs> so this is in death. I mean, there's, you know, McNabb has a ton of. Well, yeah, but that's McNabb. I mean, he's the personality for it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I guess. Sure. I guess it's the future. So (laughs) I guess. Okay. Maybe. (laughs) I still don't buy it. Yeah. It's a tie stud, I guess. So it's fine. (laughs) So then um, also in this episode, in this uh, chapter, is I, I mark this down because I really love this line. Like he's thinking about their um, her walking down the aisle toward him. Yes, you know, and how um, in those in those eyes he saw uh, nerves and amusement. Here we go, Rourke. He nearly heard her say it as she put her hand in his. For better or for worse, I'll take you on. God help us. And I just really like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, you I love know, that kind of because uh, that's. Yeah, that's them. <laughs> I, think, I mean, I, I often think 
and then maybe this is the book where I should be thinking about this, but I often think about how any other couple in the world um, probably shouldn't get married as quickly as Rourke and Eve. But I feel like that is exactly what they should have been doing next. Like it made so much sense for them. And it right. just fits, but like any other couple, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Six months is fast. Yeah. yeah. And I know there's it people really that is. have done it and, you know, made it work. Yeah. You know, but by and large, it doesn't. <laughs> their honeymoon is, yeah. the part of their honeymoon that we get to see is so fascinating because they're, you know, they're on Olympus, which is essentially like an extension of Rourke's job. Eve is playing with this, like, you know, hollow thing to kind of keep herself sharp for her job that she's not been doing for three weeks. Right. I don't know. I just like it is so uniquely them. Yeah. <laughs> and I just yeah, they're, both, so they're both very much defined by their careers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Very much. And the other so I I don't know why, but I just marked a bunch of lines in this chapter for some reason <laughs> that just I was like, oh <laughs> <laughs> Yes, there because, are a lot of awe moments in that. Yeah, because right after he thinks that he he uh, he tells her, "I love you, Eve," and and it says, "Faint color bloomed on her cheeks. She was so easily moved." He thought. He wondered if she had any idea how huge was her own heart. <laughs> and like, no, she doesn't really. No, she has no idea. But it is. And again, you know, so Rourke is this is the pizza analogy and Eve is the Tin Man analogy. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Pizza and the so, Tin Man. Yes. Pizza and the Tin Man. That's a that's a comedy series waiting to happen. <laughs> On Olympus, they called in their the doctor there on Olympus, <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Rourke. Yeah, <laughs> Mrs. Rourke. I will do my best to call that name. Saying like, yeah, <laughs> she's saying like Lieutenant, and then at, at one point he said Lieutenant Rourke. Yes, <laughs> that was fantastic. So good. That was very good comic relief use right there. Yeah. And, and, you know, the whole scene with um, when she's questioning Jack Carter and he was like talking about how uh, Rourke is eyes. Yeah. And she's sucking. You know? <laughs> yeah. And he, he, he like, like hits on Eve. Yeah. Well, kind of. Kind of. Like, not really. He didn't trying. really hit on Eve. No, he was so <laughs> nervous. Poor yeah. Child. It was just being, you know, a, kind of a dumb kid. Life is hot. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's saying, like, this guy that killed himself wanted to give Rourke a run for his money, and, and she said, you know, what are you talking about, basically, Rourke, you know, and he said, you know, you've got to understand Rourke to a lot of us, well, he's ice, you know, he's solid ice, rolling in credits, mag clothes, outstanding digs, power plus, sexy new wife, <laughs> And then that's when he stopped and like, excuse me. But I love how she's like, no problem. And then later on, she's like, well, you know, <laughs> okay. you, you are ice. And one of the reasons is because you have a sexy new wife. <laughs> I love that. It's, it's just, it's just such a great book. It yeah. really is. So yeah. So this, uh, this murder happens and Eve is not buying it or she is buying it you know, that this guy self-terminated, but it seems weird to her and she can't put it away, really. 
Right. I think that's the, that's how the whole thing starts. I mean, she can't put this thing away because it doesn't seem right, right to her. And I think that's mostly her instincts, you know, mm-hmm. like she doesn't know this kid and his roommate has known him for five months. So as much as you can say, oh, he wouldn't or he wouldn't be like this. I, I've always, I don't know, I've always felt that like mostly Eve's instinct is driving her here. You can right. listen to whatever what's his face says, but I, <laughs> I think what is too, the thing? <laughs> I feel like too, uh, Jack that Carter. Yes. suicide is hard for anybody to understand. <laughs> right. In right. And so, you know, when you see it happen, it's just it kind of mind boggles you. And you know right. when that's right. her job, you know, she's gonna be kind of like okay, this isn't right. So yeah, yeah. Be looking at it from that angle. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's probably at this point, she's been to deaths where, Oh yeah, it's obviously a suicide. Right. right. Exactly. So you can, she can compare and say like, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. Her instincts are just telling her, no, this is weird. Yeah. Right. When she gets back on planet, uh, she goes back to work. Her it says her com- uh, computer monitor says, "Welcome back, Lieutenant Lovejoy." Hubba hubba, <laughs> which I think is funny. And this is when she goes to um, Whitney and asks if she could make Peabody her permanent aide. Right. So that's you know it's it's kind of you know it's a few lines long, but it's a huge moment. Mm-hmm. In the series, the next uh, person to come up as having self-terminated is a lawyer that she's come up against in court just recently. And again, she's thinking like this doesn't seem right because she knew this guy and he was self-absorbed and mm-hmm. didn't seem like the type that would do this. And um, so he had a same-sex partner, and I I, I thought it was interesting because we had just talked. Um, Jen, you and I and Rebecca about uh, homosexuality in in, the in, the, in these books. Mm-hmm. Now, in some cases, it wasn't. It's it's still not in the books, right? Um, fully accepted, right? Yeah, you know, because sometimes, like I said, you know, it's it's just one of those things. Some there's still going to be assholes, right? The world is full of them. That is the yeah. truest statement. Yeah. <laughs> but, you well, know, I think by and large, it's very accepted in the in the in-depth universe. Oh, yeah. But there's still going to be assholes. Just like there's still misogynists, there's still racists. There, I mean, it's just, that's how the world works, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. You're not, we're never going to eradicate all of that. But hopefully by then it will be better, which it seems to be at that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's still, like you said, some people. Um, the only reason I bring it up is because at at one point, Eve looks into his. Um, yeah, his background. So this is Fitzhugh. His he looks into his background, mm-hmm. and I thought it was interesting because because this is how Nora puts it: the record showed no marriages, but the same sex license he shared with Fitzhugh. Mm-hmm. And I thought, why would that be separate? Yeah, I don't know, because, I mean, they, well, maybe she just, maybe it was just worded weird. Yeah. Because it seems like, it seems like she, they've got, you know, marriage is marriage, whether it's, you know, same sex or, you know, Mm -hmm. normal marriage. Well, not normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
male, female. Right. Um, but, you know, then they also have cohabitation licenses where they're not married, but they're living together. So I don't know what the difference is there, if that's more. Yeah, know, maybe that's what she meant. Or something. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's what she meant. I don't know. I just yeah. I mean, this is an early book. I think it's probably still, yeah. you know, does she yeah, know that this I, point know, it's going to be developed further re- beyond that? Who knows? Rereading right. these early books, it's really hitting me how undeveloped, really. I mean, she really was working at developing it, but there's so many things in the early books that get, you know, fleshed out a lot more in the later books. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, it still shows... Uh, uh, her a little bit ahead of her time that oh, she definitely definitely but i just think um i don't know just there's certain things that like well i should have written it down there was something that i thought oh my gosh i mean that's so 1998 or whatever it's like oh it was when he was talking about doing online course or doing the you know oh yeah yeah i don't think he talked about online even it was like virtual home study or something or virtual home learning yeah and you know she asked if he'd ever had um contact with any other students and he was like well through email and laser fax and blah i'm like you know, yeah. and here we are on oh. Zoom doing this podcast. You know, why weren't <laughs> that's how online right. classes work nowadays is you get on your computer and you're you know, you're chatting with people and so Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it was still pretty forward thinking of her oh, to, for sure. to for have sure. met, you know, but home just, study. It kinda just you know, the way it was worded just kinda made me chuckle. I was kinda like, Yeah, we're yeah. way past that already. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But, and also she mentions, uh, so this is, um, Fitzhugh's, uh, uh, partner is Arthur Fox and, uh, says something to Peabody about him ha- having anger management issues, according to his background. Yeah. And Peabody says to her, well, military family, they tend to be resistant to homosexuality still. I bet they tried to head shrink him into hetero, which is sad because that, yeah. does happen yeah, yeah. It happen. even in eve's world it's still happening it's still and happening unfortunately gosh that is one thing i wish was not still happening uh, yeah in i have a list of things i wish 60. were not still happening in 2020 it is so true so pretty quickly so after this um the they meet up with Mavis and Mavis tells her, this is chapter six. Mavis mentions Jess Barrow and that she's working with this guy on a new record. And um, that she wanted Eve to come down to the studio and bring work with her. Or she already tagged work. Yeah. So, can, we just, um, can we just go back a minute to when she first yeah. sees Mavis? When she first comes back from the honeymoon and they stop to see Mavis. Right. That is like one of my favorite moments just because, you know, everybody had been asking her how the um, how the honeymoon was and blah, 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 and this and that. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> And then Eve thinks to herself at one point, 
you know, when is somebody going to ask me if I enjoyed being fucked all the way around the world or something like that? <laughs> right. And then when she sees Mavis, <laughs> Mavis actually said that. Did he screw your brains out everywhere? <laughs> and I thought, you know, that. only your best friend is going to actually ask that question. So good. I, just, I love oh, that moment. So oh, wait. Have, did we did we skip through the section about Clevis? Yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I forgot about know. him. <laughs> and, uh, you know what I like about that scene is it shows her like, you know, here's my typical day at at work. Well, yeah, and it kind of shows her her compassion too because she knows he's not. Yeah, he's a pervert, but he's not. You know, he's also mentally ill. You can kind of tell by the way right. she interacts with him. And, you know, you can, she is just trying to help him right. by bringing him in instead of, you know, treating him terribly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like that scene too. It was, it was just like a nice, um, AJ, you said about how we kind of see her day to day. This book yeah. does so much of that. Like we yes. see her in court, we see her deal with other frustrating things. We see her rush off to hang out with Mavis. Like it's it's very like, Eve is in every direction in this book, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's it's just it's just such a great book. It yeah. really is. So sorry I skipped over no, all that. So many laughs. Oh, no, it's fine. I just like I said, <laughs> I happened to think of that that one moment when you mentioned Mavis. And yeah, well, that's kind of what threw us back. <laughs> yeah, I talked about Clevis, so yeah. Well, you should talk about Clevis. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Always talk about Clevis. <laughs> Everybody should talk about Clevis. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, so Eve doesn't want to do it, but she. She goes to Jess's anyway to just because, you know, she wants to make Mavis happy, which is sweet. It is. It's wonderful. And, I think Eve is yeah. such a good friend to Mavis. She in this is. Book. Because and Mavis is enough to drive you batshit. <laughs> <laughs> Still don't understand how they can be friends, but hey, they are cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, well, that's another thing. Yeah. Why? Yeah. You wonder why. How did that happen? Yeah, I just I I'm I know, and I know I'm in the minority. Like I am on a lot of things in this, but I'm not a huge Mavis fan in general. I'm more of a fan of her in the early books. Yeah, but later on, she starts just she's she's too much. I wonder if she just really latched on to Eve, and whenever and whatever. How, like however Eve was doing at that time she yeah. just let it happen and yeah. Yeah. she you know she sees that Mavis is a really good person and there's some kind of connection there that you just you know we don't get to see how it's created which is unfortunate right. because we really get to see how it's created with almost every other character in this series right. um, you know even characters she knew before the series started like Nira, we get to see them grow and oh, for sure. 
Yeah. And like Feeny, we don't, you know, obviously we know they have a history, but we get more time with Feeny than we do with Mavis. So right. I've always kind of been like, there's something about them together that we don't get to see because Mavis doesn't fit into the story as easily, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Just just her personality makes me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I, I like Mavis. I love Mavis. No, and, and, and like I said, I know I'm in the minority on that. And I, well, just, I totally understand how she can be irritating. There's times I'm just like, oh, just shut up. Really? You are so <laughs> stupid. Like, yeah. But there's also times that I, there are times that I absolutely love her. Like, like I just the mentioned the moment I just mentioned, but Yeah. There's other times that I'm just like, no, you're too much. Be quiet. Just go away. <laughs> Get off the bench. Move on. I'm done with it. Yeah. So they're at Jess's and they're watching Mavis cut her uh, her record and talking to Jess about his system that he's set up there, which is pretty cool. Yeah. You know. And um, I, I just love the way that he like took. Eve's voice, like recorded Eve's voice with her, without her realizing it. And then he took Mavis singing and then, then he switched it to Eve's voice and she's like, Oh no. <laughs> All of our own responses when we hear our recorded voice. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and I like how Leonardo's there and he's so proud of her and you know, also, yes. the whole Big Mary thing. is hilarious. Big Mary, Big Mary is yeah, very funny. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Calling uh, Peabody, Peabody, you're not any bigger than a pea. Yeah. <laughs> Peabody's reaction is just gold too. She's just yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say about Rourke that I think is pretty golden? I, what did you uh, say? Um, so, I don't Let's remember. See. I remember the solid gold <laughs> underwear line. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it was something like that. Um, yeah, and she asks uh, Eve to put in money, and Eve's like, what for? You know, <laughs> but for the food. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. What so else then she's for? The, Right. And she said, uh, all right, is Rourke here yet? Ain't seen no Rourke. Mavis says you can't miss him because he's fine and prime. Fine and prime. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he is. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you hear no one disagree. (laughs) No one disagrees. No one disagrees at all. (laughs) So, yeah, so then later on, um, she asks Eve again to to pitch in money and that she's supposed to go down and wait for Rourke. I hear he's got money to roll in. How come you're not wearing some flash? You linked up with a rich man. And it says Eve decided not to mention the baby-sized, baby-fist-sized diamond resting beneath her breasts under her shirt. But she does say, my underwear is solid gold. It shapes not, but it makes me feel secure. this book has so many good banters and exchanges i cannot even like we couldn't even name them all there are so many good ones yes yes nora was on it with this book she (laughs) was she was really on fire i almost wonder if it because you know this was the first book out after the original trilogy 
if she right. was like, okay, this one's got to be good. Mm-hmm. And so she really kind of killed it with this one. Right. Yeah, or, man. you know, knowing that she got signed for more, she yeah. finally just she was went excited and was yeah. just like, yeah, let's do this. Let's, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Now I can finally do yeah. everything I want. So anyway, they're there and um, he's showing them his, his equipment. And, uh, and so there was a little hint of what was to come because even Rourke kind of, you know, got a little bit frisky in the hallway. A little frisky? <laughs> a little, well, how do you want to put it? Do you, you know, how do you no, want that's, to that's perfectly <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Am I showing my age by saying that? No, uh, that's great. Oh, how do the kids say it this, these days? I, I don't know. You'll have to ask your daughter. <laughs> Let me text her right now. <laughs> Yeah. What do they call it these days? We're all too old to know. Right? Yeah. So she does say to Rourke, you know, why don't we figure out how to cut the evening short and go home and fuck like rabbits? Maybe that's what they call it these days. Right. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so I feel like that's what they call it always. It's fine. Well, true. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So then it says at the console, Jess watched them and smiled. Another few minutes, he mused, and he could have very well, and they could very well be on the floor mindlessly mating. So we know that he's done something. Yeah, that's not cool, Dick. <laughs> he's a right? piece of shit. He's yeah, a piece of shit. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a horrible, horrible person. Yeah. After that is when the scene, the scene happens. Yes. That everyone, <laughs> when I asked everyone, what's your favorite scene on Instagram? I mean, pretty much one? all the responses I got back were this scene. Yeah. Nice. Dang. You know. we got some it's a great scene. It's, yeah. Well, and. Uh, yes. Yes. But <laughs> it's, <fine>. it's, <laughs> it's great. It is fine. That's the whole point. That's the whole you know. point not wrong and yeah so yes yeah, so uh, everybody on instagram this is their favorite scene right here mm-hmm. and i i feel weird about it because it, it kind of i i like it i love the scene and i yeah. love how they are in the scene i love the whole you know i i yeah. you know everything about it and how afterwards they were all giddy and laughing and having to come back into the house. Right. And Somerset's mm-hmm. like, what the hell happened? It's just thinking about how that happened and why. Yeah. 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 It kind of put a, puts yeah. a damper on it for me. Yeah, no, I agree with that completely. Yeah. But it's, it's such a fantastic scene. It is. It is a very good scene. And I feel like I've been talking too much. So you guys need to, <laughs> take over and talk about the scene because i love that scene though like what what they realize you know like they they've later on obviously they realize what you know how that happened or whatever but obviously one of my favorite things about that scene is the next day um when they're leaving when even Peabody are leaving the house and she's like, she's like where's my vehicle Somerset isn't supposed to touch it like, Peabody is so she's cool the, half the, like diagonal across the driveway with like, her clothes everywhere <laughs> 
<laughs> she's like, like, don't say anything. <laughs> Just... yeah. It's great. Speculation's more interesting anyways. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is honestly like, like one of the best too. lines ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And oh, poor Eve. I can just imagine how oh, she was feeling. Yeah. But I do feel like so we were talking earlier about about, you know, um romance novels and I think one of the reasons why people are like, yeah, about romance novels is like the sex. Yeah. But this is a really good example of in a novel, a sex scene, not just being about sex. Yeah. Because it really wasn't. It it did some work in, in kind of showing you, obviously it wasn't right. Right. And they both kind of knew it, but didn't understand why at the time. But the sex scene is really showing you, you know, this is not them. Yeah. You know, even though they're, you know, having fun with it. Yeah. You know, and uh, they had a great time. It's it's not them, and that's that's part of the plot of the book, right? And if you were somebody that was like, well, you know, I mean, it's a sex scene, so I'm just going to skip over it. I mean, yeah. you know, you you do kind of miss that it's important. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and, you know, I'm a person that confession. Um, after I've read the book the first time, I will kind of glaze through the sex scenes again, unless they're this type of thing. Um, yeah. And- Which is perfectly legitimate. And I don't want to say that people shouldn't, you know, if they, if you don't, if you're uncomfortable with or you just yeah. don't like it or just think it's boring. Yeah. Just do that. It's, it's fine. I'm just saying that, you know, first time through you should probably read it, but yeah, yeah I don't want to make it seem like I'm judging. No. But yeah, I mean, so but this it's still so great and it's still so funny you know even though it it, yeah it's kind of like eh, i I don't like how it starts out or why it happened it's just so funny like afterwards you know she was saying to him like you know look at us what are we what are we going to tell somerset And, and rourke says you know i'll simply tell him my wife is an animal I just, I yeah. love too where where Somerset says was there an accident and Rourke says yeah. no it was on purpose <laughs> yeah it was on purpose yeah. I do love that one yeah that's that's a good one <laughs> well yeah yeah it was on purpose <laughs> so many good one liners there there really is so at some point um. Leonardo and and Jess come in and they ask uh, go to even Rourke's and they ask Eve to ask Rourke if they could have a party for Mavis and premiere her new demo disc. Yes, and um, Eve says okay, and Jess gives her a copy of the demo disc, and then again, you know, like a dick, he's thinking like you know, ha ha, you know, yeah wonder what kind of dreams it's going to give her yeah you know? he's such a, a person. such a creep <laughs> it really is such a creep it, it's yeah it, it's it's very creepy um and of course she has this you know really horrible uh nightmare, nightmare. he's such really a dick. just a dick <laughs> what a dick 
what a dick. So, <laughs> but that that leads into another one of the one of my favorite scenes in the book. Yes, which is too. the next day. Yeah, so yeah. the next day, Eve kind of uh, brings it up to Rourke, like you know, Jess and Leonardo came by and wanted to know if we'd have this party for Mavis and. Um, <laughs> she's like you know and he's like yeah sure of course no problem and then she's like oh, okay so then she's like oh wait a minute there's part two and that <laughs> they want you to sing with Mavis in a so costume good. that Leonardo designed <laughs> he was like, so and then Rourke's like what? What? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, well, um, <laughs> so funny. It, it's so great because it shows, you know, Eve kind of like, I mean, because this, this is really unexpected, I feel like. Yeah. Of Eve. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, because she's really just putting yeah. them on. Oh, totally. I love when she does know. this kind of stuff, though. Yeah. 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 We get that side of her that you don't get very often. Right. So yeah. So she's telling him this, like, you know, they want him to do this sing with Mavis and, (laughs) and, you know, I I love the part where like, you know, he's like, Eve, I'm fond of her. I really am. I just don't think. And then they, you know, Eve is like, you're so important, so influential and so gorgeous, you know? And, that's when he realizes that she's, you know, been putting him on and, you know, she starts laughing and, Oh, you bought it. You should have seen your face, you know? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and she's like, I could have talked you into it. And he's like, I don't think so. But then inside he's thinking, ah, I don't know. <laughs> right. Like maybe actually. Yeah. Maybe. But the best part of it is that she's laughing and at a certain point she grabs him and she's like, Oh, I love you. And he just like I know. It's yeah, the he's a, heart. He, yeah, it says he went very still as emotion delivered a hard, bruising punch to his heart. Yeah. And basically said he he, you know, she never says it that way. Right. You know, and he just he needed it. Didn't realize he needed it. Needed right. it. It's but beautiful. there it is. It's beautiful. beautiful. It is one of the best it, moments between them in my yes. yeah. So yes, another great scene. And then of course they end up having sex. So moving yeah. on. <laughs> and then this thing happens. <laughs> right before that is the scene where we talked about the last time where uh, Peabody calls Eve. He, she's getting ready for some premiere they have to oh, yes. go to. <laughs> and sees Rourke and, and you know, yeah. swallows her tongue or whatever. You yes. Know. <laughs> and I really love that, you know, Peabody's kind of like very unapologetic about it. Like, <laughs> really? Oh, what do you do? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's Rourke. Your husband's a babe. I yeah. can't help myself. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean, yeah. You can't blame her. Blame her? No, you cannot. No, you, you can't. cannot. No. And I don't think Eve does. I think she just thinks it's funny, mostly. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, so directly after this is when Eve's on her way to work, and she is uh, called over to the uh, Tattler Building because Cer- Cerise Devane, yeah, is out on the ledge, and she's about to jump. 
Naked. Naked. Yeah. Right. And Eve cl- climbs out on the ledge, and I was thinking, that is the dumbest thing. I never understood that. Like, this what the are you thing doing? I've ever seen, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like i'll just climb out on the ledge it's fine like, you why know? would you do that that's just dumb <laughs> also she's like afraid of heights so like what the hell yeah. right yeah yeah i have the same feeling about heights and i would never do that in a million years right i don't, also, care I really don't think that's in her job description as a police officer oh. like <laughs> No, not. she's willing she to does do go the extra mile. Stupid things like this. Nope. <laughs> no. Absolutely dumb. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then try to grab her when she when right. she like what you goes over. Yeah. What are you? What are you doing? Not no. her brightest no. moment. <laughs> not her brightest. Yeah. I mean, you know, kudos to her for trying, but yeah, come no. on. Not very smart. And I and I thought it was interesting because like. um Peabody's right there and and you know Eve's still like scared to death on this ledge and Peabody's trying to talk her in now and says you know yeah you, you, you need to come in and Eve says I hear you and, and because I mean we're still early in the book and I don't know if if this is the first time Peabody gets any kind of uh signal from Eve that something happened in her past yeah. because Peabody says, you know, you, you need to come in or, you know, I need your recorder for a full report. And Eve says, I hear you. And she turned to Peabody and then says to her, the last time I thought about jumping, I was eight. I won't go that way. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, has, had, had Eve said anything like that to Peabody before? I don't think so. I don't think she had. I don't think no, she has. I don't I, I don't know that she hasn't like let a thing happen, like herself slip or say something not on purpose in front of Peabody, but I'm pretty sure that this is the first direct thing she says to her. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's got it. That had to have had Peabody thinking like, yeah. Oh my God. How, it, why would an eight year old think about jumping? Yeah. Like, you know, what was her life like? You know? Yeah. But she didn't, yeah. I mean, she just like, it went on you know yeah well that wasn't the time and the place to go over it but i feel like this was probably the moment where peabody started thinking about yeah you know maybe what dallas could have gone through as a kid Mm -hmm. so then they're thinking like okay (laughs) Hmm? she's like dropping these hints not intentionally obviously but these are the hints that peabody's picking up you know right right and at that moment, maybe she was just so like, there was a lot of adrenaline going and, and all of that. And maybe she just didn't, couldn't, you know, didn't have the wherewithal to stop herself from, right, you know, saying something like that. Yeah. You know, whereas, whereas when she's, you know, in her Eve Rourke full right mind, she probably would have stopped her, herself from saying something. I, right. I agree. I don't think she would have said anything as easily. Yeah. But um, so they decide to f- try to figure out what happened. And then they go into uh, uh, Devane's office and see the VR unit. 
and she remembers seeing a VR unit in in uh, uh, on Olympus when Matthias uh, self terminated, and she saw one in Fitzhugh's apartment. So Eve is trying to starting to put things together, and maybe it's the VR unit. So Eve decides to put the VR unit on, which is a great idea. Again, this is so not cool. Eve's brightest moment. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> she's she's Yeah, but you know, I mean, it does it does make some kind of sense. Well, sure. I understand but it. Don't just merely put him on like well and then tell peabody like you know stun me if i start to get too happy to live or something right i just yeah but you know the best part about this is that because she's thinking oh it's gonna be something you know some relaxing you know, relaxing day at the beach type of thing yeah. and then it ends up being this you know total sexual fantasy yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know <It's> so funny <laughs> <laughs> and she's so like just so her during that scene too she's like hey whoa pal what are you doing like back off leave me alone yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah <laughs> it's like it's completely a it's completely vr and a fantasy and here she's like no what are you doing yeah like don't touch yeah. me yeah that's all right you know <laughs> yeah and, you know and, and you know once it was over she took the the vr goggles off and you know um said something about it being a sex fantasy and right away you know Peabody says, I, I, <laughs> she's I like uh, aid, i believe it's my responsibility like to, to test that? this unit <laughs> right. and he's like no bag it you know and then and then of course she was like how long was i writing that five minutes and he was like nearly 20 <laughs> time flies when you're having sex yes <laughs> yes and then you know and then you gotta and then you gotta love her feeling guilty about it too that that just right. cracks me up. Like, yeah, it's, she has to go home and, like, you know, and tell and tell him, like, you know, yeah, and tell Rourke that <laughs> yeah. she didn't have to. But yeah, I feel guilty you know. about this, right? <laughs> and he's all like, <laughs> "This is fine." He's like, "What were you out making or what necking with someone else?" <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> right. But before that, so we're going back to even Somerset's relationship you know when she gets home after you know at the end of that day somerset is waiting and they're doing their their you know usual yes banter of you know he insults her she insults him blah blah and he says to her you know a woman who steps out on a ledge she's either very brave or very stupid and she said you know i don't have to ask what category you put me in and he says, no, you don't. Then it says he watched her climb up the climb up and thought her courage was terrifying. Yeah. I love that. One of Somerset's not very many non-dickish moments in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he was dickish before that. Yeah. In, in his head, he's not a dick. Which... Right. True. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. You know. She doesn't get to see that, unfortunately. So right. we're seeing that in his head, he's really not a dick. He's just, yeah. he's just giving her a hard time because it's fun for him. That's just yes. who he is. 
It's just who he is. A dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. A dick. <laughs> yes. That's true. Yes. A dick. <laughs> Especially in there. Man, I'm telling you, are those early books Somerset? He, you just want to throat yeah. punch him. Like, seriously? Yeah. So, and then she also has to apologize to Rourke because Rourke was watching the whole thing live and was like terrified. I mean, that's a terrifying. Could you imagine seeing someone you cared about doing that? Yeah. I yeah, can't. No. I cannot even imagine. Yeah. 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 I mean, it kind of lightened the mood when, you know, she had to tell him about trying on the VR. And I like, she said, you know, uh, she tried on the VR unit and he's like, you did what? You know? <laughs> yes. Like we all did. He said, you suspected the goggles were a contributor to her death. So you merely put them on yourself. Are you out of your mind? And he, and she says, Peabody was there as control with orders to stun me if necessary. And he's like, well then that's just fine. <laughs> Perfectly reasonable. Then glad you had that under control. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, their, their banter and their interaction is just, it's so great. It is. It's fantastic. And I, I really feel like the, the overall, you know, mystery in this one was really good too. Yes. It was, yeah. Well, because Jess is such a great red herring who's also guilty. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you kind of expect that it was him. And so I, I did have a thought like, so the next thing that happens is that there, even uh, Peabody are out like walking, doing, you know, investigating. And uh, there's a uh, some guy starts holding up a bank because with a this homemade book boomer. is not high drama enough, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, why did she put this part in? <laughs> I mean, just just so he would get hurt. I mean, or yeah. because Peabody would get hurt. I, you know, there's got to be a reason. Yeah, and I, that's so, got to be it. So that they yeah. would get hurt, and yeah, because they both get hurt, and but Peabody has to go to the hospital. hospital. Yeah, and what I love about that whole scene is that Eve gets home, so it's the night of of Mavis's party, and Eve gets home, and Rourke is pissed at her, and then she's pissed at Rourke because he's pissed. Yeah, <laughs> you know, this is and what because a relationship he's like, is. <laughs> he writes. It really yeah. is. It so is. Yes. something job related and then she gets pissed at him for being pissed about it yeah right yeah that's their relationship in a nutshell and most relationships in a nutshell i mean yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) oh and here's another great exchange between eve and peabody you know right before that happened all that happened with the with the boomer and everything um they're walking down the street and um Peabody says, Autumn's coming. <laughs> this is such a Peabody. <laughs> Autumn's coming. And Eve says, huh? And, she, and uh, Peabody says, it says, um, Peabody paused to take a deep breath. You can smell it. And then Eve goes, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Suck in enough New York and you'll have to spend a day in detox. <laughs> What is their exchange earlier in the book where she's asking her about her family being free agers and she's like, but can you weave a mat? (laughs) 
I do love yeah, that too as well. And she's like, well, if you ever get the urge to leave Max, you'll yeah, it, it just like some of the most random things. Like Peabody just she killed me. Like I when, when they went to East Washington and you know, she and Dallas asked her if she's ever been there before. And she's yeah, once when the free ager staged a protest against the insemination of cattle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But okay, right? Because <laughs> they're free agers. That's why. That's what they do. They. That's what they do. Yeah, they protest weird. It's just a weird thing to protest. Well, they're weird, so yeah. yeah. So and then you know Eve gets home. So in in Rourke's tending to her, and she's pissed off that he's tending to her. You know. And it's like, again, we're seeing Pushy Rourke. And this is one of the first times, you know, before he tranked her. Yeah. We've seen that many yeah. times. But I think this is the first time that he's he wanted to give her something like, you know, in drink form. And she right. doesn't want it. So he it says he he pinched and her nose, nose, drew her head back and poured the liquid down her throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so she's pissed at him for that. But the reason I bring it up is because later on, when they're at the party, Peabody comes in and she gets pissed. Yeah. And then she goes over to Peabody and like, what the hell are you doing here? We're taking you back to the doctor right now. You know? Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, takes wait a minute. Away and- yeah. It takes a champagne. You can't have champagne. You can't dance. Yeah. You know, I like yeah, doing really it. Like, but you also didn't even go. So there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and and she was pissed because Rourke was essentially doing the same thing to her not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) no, she's pissed at Peabody. Yeah, but again, you know, (laughs) it's it's so easy, and that's how relationships work. Yeah, Yeah. you know, I'm fine, but Peabody was hurt. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's just such an Eve thing. It totally is. So yeah. So then they're at the party, and another uh, instance of you know yeah. Jess Barrow uh, being a total being a shit, being a yeah. total shit. And I I yeah. had so many problems with that. I, yeah. more so than the first one. Yes. It's, oh yeah. This it, one was, was way worse. Yeah. Cool. It was dark. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was really dark. And, and yeah. I mean, later on, he did say, like, oh, maybe I made it a little dark. You're like, oh, yeah, you think? You think? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and during Mavis's party. Yeah. In the home, like Tara said. I mean, it's He's just, a garbage yeah. human. He is a garbage human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Sad. just horrible. And, horrible. You know, and he, you just feel so bad for Rourke. Right. Yeah. Right. When it happened, you know. And what I found really interesting is that because I went back, I, I don't know that at the time I when I first read this, I um I thought about it. But um this is the first time Rourke uses Gaelic. It is, yeah. Which is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed the first that. time. Long yeah, it's the first that. time Eve heard it because she mentioned it. Like mm-hmm. you said something in a, in a foreign language that I didn't yeah. recognize. 
Right. And she says the word, which is, um, I believe the pronunciation of that is Lumsa. Lumsa. Yeah, I think so. Not Leomsa. No, it's Lumsa. Susan Erickson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, are you? Oh, no. (laughs) I'm just, you know, busting her chops a little bit um, because you can't be great all the time, but yeah, no, it's just, it, you know, she said, oh, you said something and it sounded like Leomsa, but I, I don't yeah. think he would have said it that way. He just said it Lumsa, but right. I could be wrong. And maybe Susan Erickson's right. Who knows? But, um, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting. You know, I mean, he kind of lost his mind and, yeah. and, you know, in that moment kind of went back to his childhood where yeah, his, his father spoke Gaelic. Right. Because he said, you know, my, my father used to speak Gaelic when he was on a, a drunk. Right. You know, but he hadn't spoken it in years. Right. And, and, you know, Gaelic means mine. Yes. So he was saying mine, 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 which, you know, yeah, he, he says it later too. Right. You know? And it's fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not mad about him saying mine. Well, but, no. Uh, and, you know, he does. <laughs> the next time, actually, I think he uses that particular phrase is in judgment. Right. After the right thing. I don't and know how so, you remember those things in uh, which book it is. I have a very weird. I've yes. always had this very odd ability to be able to call up random details in books. I don't know why. It just. Right. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, I think that's the next time he uses it. And that scene is rather intense as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because, yeah, it was right after, you know, he finds Webster in Eve's office and kicks his ass. Right. Yeah. It's a bit rude, but yeah. That's his whole jealous man routine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Which, you know, very well, much deserved, I guess. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I guess, you know, and then later on, he starts using it more as, you know, in more, you know, lighthearted moments, I guess. Oh but the couple of times that he uses it first, it's, they're pretty intense scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I and I do like that later on, he, uh, he teaches her how to say uh, my love or. Yeah. Agra. Yeah. Um, I do love that. Which is kind of a nice balance to that. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked that. And, and, you know, she was, she said to him, like, you know, that I, I kind of like the sound of it. It's kind of musical. I like the sound of that. Yeah. You know, and he thinks to himself, like, yeah, you know, he kind of misses the sound of it himself. And then he starts using that mm-hmm. uh, language more. Yeah. But this was the first time mm-hmm. he used it, you know, uh, so it was just interesting to yeah. me. I never realized but, that this was the first time. Yeah. 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 Cause I went, I went back and looked. It is. Cause it, yeah, it hit time. me too this time that, Oh, I wonder if he's used that before because the only reason I thought about it was because she didn't recognize it. Yeah. And, and I think that if he'd used it before she would she recognize it. Yeah. yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. So I went back to the other books and no, he hadn't used Gaelic at all in any of the other books. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do think it is interesting that she chose to do that, mm-hmm. Nora. Yeah. Have him have him speak Gaelic while this happened. He was mm-hmm. kind of out of himself. Yeah. 
Yeah, very you know. interesting. So, yeah, so just Sparrow is a dick, and we all know it. And <laughs> they get out of the closet, and and <laughs> and uh, so Eve uh, is going to question him, Jess, because now she's sure that he's the one that's been killing all these people. Right. But Rourke tells her he wants his five minutes. <laughs> scary Which, Rourke comes out. Right. Scary that's not scary at all. I mean, terrifying. Yeah, I, t- I totally don't. I totally understand. Oh yeah, and and so does Eve. But yeah, scary yeah. work. And yeah, but um, scary work is one of my favorite things, honestly. <laughs> not yeah, I love. Yeah, it. I mean, because I get to read about it and not experience it. Yes, scary work is great. True. Yes, yeah, I mean, but you know, and and that's the whole point. I'm not of, on the receiving end of it, I would love to see it. That'd be yeah, really cool. Well, it's the whole point of books like this. Yeah, you know, you get to experience that without you know it being you know part of your own life right because yeah again you know somebody like that is not good for you yeah like a pizza like a pizza <laughs> it's not good for you i'm but you want it anyway pizza tonight so i mm. don't care okay. <laughs> so yeah so she decides to question uh she decides to question jess and he's just a dick <laughs> the whole time <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, he's just a dick the whole time. And at first she calls Peabody in and at first Peabody has no idea why she's being called in, why she's, she's wanting to question Jess, but she picks it up pretty quickly. Yeah, Yeah, she does very quickly. And you just really have to give it to Peabody because, you know, because Jess is such a dick, Mm -hmm. you know, at a certain point, Eve cold cocks him. Yeah. And, and he, you know, and, you know, Peabody starts right away, like, let the record show that, you know, the subject, you know, oh, tried to head. attack. Yeah. And then, and then fell and hit his head. And MVP. then she, she's great. I mean, she, in this scene, yeah, totally. Totally. Because even, even afterwards, you know, she could see Eve was still kind of on the edge and she was like, you know, uh, it uh, looks like there was there's a problem with your uh, recorder, and then she, as she's saying that, she dumps some coffee on the recorder. Right. <laughs> brilliant! I think she's yeah. so brilliant in this. Yeah, yep. I mean, she's just great, and then you know, thank God for Peabody in thank this God scene. For Peabody, but um, and then you know, Eve realizes that Rourke has been watching the whole thing. Uh, Peabody goes out to call the M- the the Emmys, and Rourke's been watching the whole thing. And then he's like, "You know, I need my five minutes." And Eve says, "Okay, you know, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna do this. I guess I'm, I guess I want to do this. You know, I mean, this guy's a dick, and maybe he deserves it a little bit." Well, what she thinks is, you know, I mean, they were both used, but Rourke was victimized. Right. Yeah. So she understands kind of being victimized. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, she lets him, she lets Rourke into the room and just tries being a dick to Rourke, but <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really work. Yeah. Not for him. Yeah. Because, you know, he's all like, I want a lawyer. <laughs> First of all, like, really? Yeah. Yeah. It says, you know, he's, he tr- sweat pooled at, cold at the base of jess's spine he was looking into the face of murder and he knew it yeah you know sure did and uh you know we 
just kind of have to speculate what Rourke did. You know, we know it had to do with Jess's cock. Yeah. And, you know, uh, but I don't know if that was the only thing. Right. I mean, obviously it wasn't the only thing. Right. He, he like, really. I like to think it was just he threatened him. And you don't think he, he did anything else besides the cock thing? I don't I don't think so. I think I think he just threatened him and that was enough. I mean, don't you think it would be enough for you? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> Again, Scary Rourke is uh, a force. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I think, yeah, once that happened and, you know, he kind of drops him back and sits down and it's like, yeah. all right, well, now he let's says, talk. you know, yeah. <laughs> well, he says, hell, isn't it, to be led around by the cock? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then it says, gave one last jerk of the wrist. And you, that had to have hurt. Oh, my yeah. God. Because, you know, and it says that Jess curl you know, fell into the chair and curled up like a shrimp. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> I feel like he just, yeah. After that, he yeah. just, I think it was just, you know, basically told him what would happen if <laughs> he ever yeah. did anything like this again. Yeah. Or, yeah. If he screwed up, or if he screwed up Eve's case. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because really, I mean, Somebody like Rourke can pretty much do whatever he wanted to get away with it. Yeah. I, I imagine. Accurate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, Eve's outside thinking that Rourke's killing him. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I don't blame her for thinking that. Yeah. You no, know. Not at all. <laughs> well, he told her that he wouldn't. Yeah. And he also told her he wouldn't leave a mark. Which this he did. true. Which he did. But. I, I have to say that, that that dick probably didn't look great. Well, I'm sure she didn't check that. So, but yeah, once she finally got in, like like Jen said, he Rourke is just sitting there calmly smoking. Like, no big deal. No big deal. Ridiculous. <laughs> We're all good. And he said, you know, there's not a mark on him. He's unmarked. And she's like, you know, what the hell did you do to him? And he's much less than he deserved. Which is accurate. Accurate. Yeah. But he says his suit was unwrinkled, his hair was unmussed, his hands were perfectly steady, but his eyes, she noted, were just on the downside of wild. And she said, Christ, you're scary. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I have to, I, I love scary work. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I'm me sorry. too. And then yeah. another, you know, one of my favorite parts of the book is um, Eve comes in. Just after that, Peabody said um, he must have hit his head pretty hard. He still looks dazed and his skin's clammy. And she offered Rourke a wide smile. I know just how that feels. And Rourke says, no, Peabody, in this case, I don't believe you do. But then he gets up. He realizes what Peabody's done Yeah. this whole time yeah. for Eve. Yeah. And he gets up and it says, you know, framing her square face in his elegant hands, he kissed her. You're beautiful, he murmured before turning to Eve and saying he'll see you with their guests. And of course, Peabody's like, oh, wow, I'm beautiful, Dallas. <laughs> that is great. Yeah. And yeah. Eve's like, I owe you. And she said, I think I just got paid. <laughs> yeah. So. Then Eve tags Feeney and says, "Hey, you know, we we she got a warrant for this uh, this console keyboard, 
She ruined that, Feeny's uh, night. <laughs> she ruined Feeny's night because he was thought gonna he was going to get, get some. some. <laughs> Poor Feeny. Every interaction with Feeny in this book is a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> But the the great part was like, he was so dejected, like, you know, he was going to get some or whatever. And then she told him why she was, she kept him there. And he was like, you know, oh my God, this is the best night ever. (laughs) (laughs) And then again, you know, Feeney and Rourke, their bromance continues. It's so great. They think about whoever they want to, who, what is it about um, being blown to the ends of the earth or something together? Yeah. 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 There's not too many others (laughs) I'd be pleased to be blown to bits with or, yeah. Yeah. And the feeling is really mutual. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. At a certain point, because Rourke does something. And he says something to to Feeney about, "Hey, I, you know, I've I've uh, I've got it. I'm getting close, or whatever." And then and then he says, "Have a look." And he shows Feeney his logbook, and Feeney's like, "Yeah, this could do it. It could fucking do it. Suck my dick." Yeah. <laughs> Eve says, "Irishmen have such a way with words." Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> so but Feeney's just going on and on. And the best part is like later on when they question. Uh, Jess, her and Peabody question him for a little while and then they let uh, Feeney in and Feeney's like, I just need to shake your hand. You yeah. are brilliant. Totally <laughs> fanboying over it. Yeah. It's he's so like, good. totally fanboying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it, you know, again, I don't I, I don't know that we can say it enough what, what a great book this is. Uh, Feeney is a treasure in this book. Feeney is yeah. a treasure always. I, this is right. the truth. Yeah, he I really love Feeney with the fiber <laughs> of my being. Yeah, Feeney is just great. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and the thing is, I mean, she's trying to pin this on on uh, Jess and nobody else is having it because, yeah. you know, we all know that Jess is a dick. Yes. But I don't, nobody is convinced that he's a killer but Eve. Right. You know, and I think that's that's on purpose because yeah. there's a little kind of um, byplay between Rena, Rourke's friend, mm-hmm. yeah, and who is also kind of she's not a psychologist, but she's a I physiologist, right? Yeah, and Mira, right? You know, going back and forth, mm-hmm. and um, that at one point, Mira is telling Eve like, I don't see Jess for this. Right. It's just not in his nature. And Eve yeah. kind of says to her, like, well, I guess I'll just go to Rena and yeah. see what she says. Which, yeah. you know. Pisses Mira off. Pisses Mira off. And I, I can understand that. I, oh, yeah. You know, completely. Totally, you know. This is one of the few times that we see Mira respond to Eve in that kind of annoyed. Yeah. Right. And one of the too. first and only times. because Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember her doing that later on in the books. I don't think Eve Not really like ever questions her findings again, does she? No. Not that I can think of. I don't, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the whole, there's the whole thing with her past and the mistake that was made and, you know, having to explain that away. Right. But um, I don't think she's ever questioned her findings after this one time. Right. That yeah. I can think of. So, yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's the whole byplay between 
Mira and, and Rena, and I think it's it's so that you know because Eve has to have a reason to like be you know try to get close to Rena, like trust her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on a certain level. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Because after that is is the scene where Eve went home to to kind of sleep because she'd have a, had a long time without you know getting any real yeah. rest because she's and, and that's what she does. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so she was, but she couldn't sleep. So she was uh, swimming in the pool and that's where Reno found her because she and uh, her husband, Matthew, is it? Is his name Matthew? William. I think William. his name's Matthew. William. Yeah. Who was Matthew? Don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> you can tell how much I also, paid attention to this why is she wandering book. their house without anyone? I that happens far too That's often. That's a very good question. Yeah, I wonder that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, why is she just wandering around? And Yeah. Yeah. Well, Somerset told her that Eve was down there. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's still, true. It's still kind of weird. It is it is kind of weird. Yeah. And I'm with Eve cuz Eve was 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 um she was in the pool naked. Right, and here's this woman coming in, and yeah, and why didn't like, she oh. have the pool house locked? Like, I don't know. Well, because you don't expect people you don't to, expect you people know, wandering around your house, wander around your house. Have staff, like, I guess I don't know. We talked about this in the Naked podcast about how the right. staff, you know, kind of goes from being fully human to kind of just Somerset and droids after right. a certain amount of books. and really but even not droids that much yeah no so i don't know yeah i find that it is a little odd. strange yeah yeah so uh i guess she starts to trust rena enough to have her let her treat her for her injuries yeah and which is, which is kind of out of character for her right yeah yeah agree so you have to wonder if like you know if if something had happened, if Rena was already trying to kind of yeah get into Eve's head, well, yeah. I also that- wonder though. Like Eve clearly is very desperate to have all of this kind of fit into this mold that she's building, and Mira mm-hmm. has already rejected yeah. her idea. Right, right. So maybe she's just right. like, well, yeah. I have to be in good graces with her. I have no idea. Well, and yeah. also, you know, I mean, there was a couple of times earlier where, yeah, she kind of thought in her head, like, well, these are Rourke's friends and I really need to try harder to be more social with Rourke's friends because, yeah. you know, I'm his wife now. And now, you know, yeah, if he trusts these people, then I should trust them. True. Yeah. That's a good point. I think that, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of it plays into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I feel like too, you know, she was trying to, because of what happened, I think she was trying to pin it on Jess. And so that's, I think why she kind of got that laser focus on it and was trying to prove Mira wrong. And, um, right. Yeah. So, you know, anything to do that is how right. going to get it done. So later on, uh, Eve's in, now back at Cop Central, and this is when uh, Nadine is there and trying to get from her, like, why did you leave, you and Rourke leave the party? And yeah. we know that Eve is not going to 
talk about that, especially not to Nadine. Right. But Nadine nope. keeps pushing her. And I just like, you know, Nadine was like, you know, keep, kept pushing her. You know, we we want to know what that's about, that you left the party early. And, and Eve's like, you know, we were running out of shrimp patties. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we ran down to and the kitchen. And believes you, Eve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would have been so embarrassing. <laughs> it would have been so embarrassing. <laughs> So, but this is when uh, Mavis comes running in and she's crying and that Dick Jess Barrow told her that he's in jail because Eve, Rourke was jealous of him. Which, right? Yeah. Mavis would have known better. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I mean, she should have known better, but yeah. I get it. I understand why. She should have known better. Well, and it, you know, I mean, Jess pretty much said at this point he'd already, you know, uh, messed with Mavis's mind. Yeah, true. Yeah, so maybe maybe in other in in other instance, Mavis would have known better. But in this case, you know, she's all Jess Barrow because that's yeah. what he planted into her mind. Yeah, that's true. That's you, point. you have to feel bad for Mavis because, you know, I mean, oh, no, I do. The- I do in that, in that scene. I just, I also feel like, you know, you should know, you should know Eve better. And, and, you know, Eve even says yeah. that you should know me better than that. Yeah. That I would yeah. never do something like that. I would never arrest him because my husband's pissed at him. I mean, right. come on. That yeah. scene turns <laughs> into one of the most beautiful scenes between them though. You know, no, it does. Yeah. And Eve is like so incredibly proud of her and just, yeah. I think, think, I just think it's sweet. So at a certain point, Eve goes to Rourke's office and he, and she sees that Serena and, um, not Matthew, <laughs> William. 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 And I don't know why I keep wanting to call him Matthew. That's really funny. That's weird. And she asked Rena if she would uh, consult with her, and and um, she said she would after they have dinner. And so Eve and Rourke are Eve asked Rourke to look into um, I think Matthias was yeah. the first guy that yeah. that self terminated. Yes. So uh, Rourke gets on the um, unregistered and decides and starts looking into Matthias. But also, Rena leaves with Rourke a brand new version of the Rourke Enterprises VR goggles. Ooh. And that's a big, like, dun-dun-dun. Right. You know, foreshadowing <laughs> going on right there. So, um, so they have dinner, and then Eve decides to go over and have her consult with Rena. And it's then when she sees on Rena's computer that she's been monitoring Rourke's computer. Yes. And for some reason that tells her like, oh, wait a minute. She did it. Mm-hmm. It was Rena. Super. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> they fight. They grapple a little bit. And at a certain point, not Matthew. <laughs> Not Matthew. William. Not Matthew. Not William. Matthew. <laughs> William comes in and, you know, he gets shot. Poor guy. I feel sorry for him because she's been, apparently Rena's been, you know, trying out her mind uh, games on control on him. on him also. Yep. So, um, and then 
something that Arena says basically tells Eve her whole plan because, of course, she does. Of course, she does. We've talked about this before. They always have to confess. Yeah. 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 They need to share the details. And the detail is that she was planning on having Rourke self terminate. Yes. And then Eve would inherit everything inherit everything <laughs> and then she would control Eve's mind i mean it's a brilliant plan yeah <laughs> except for you know eve ruins it for her except yeah. eve ruins it for her and um and while they're grappling eve says something like i'm gonna put you in a cage and rena says oh no you're not and grabs eve's stunner and kills herself with it right yeah which is you know Poetic kind justice, of. I guess. Poetic justice, like yeah. That. But but then Something Eve's like all uh, you know uh, worried because Rourke has got this VR unit and he could possibly try to test it out. So yeah, she runs to get up to where Rourke is. Yeah, um, desperately, in, desperately, Desperate. and in. <laughs> Peabody and and uh, she had managed to call Peabody and uh, Feeney yeah. during that time. And they're finally there. And F- Peabody comes in and Eve's like hysterical mm-hmm. saying that, you know, she's killing him. She killed herself, but she's killing him. And, you know, so Peabody was probably completely. Like, what? Okay. What? The, I guess <laughs> going on. Going along with this. <laughs> right. You know, she finally gets to Rourke's office and he's like, I'm fine. What is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yes. Which feel which that feels like kind of a very rogue reaction. Like, yeah. What's right? Like, why are you worried about me? And what What's wrong with you? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, because she's like completely hysterical, and and his first reaction is to like. Um, <laughs> What happened to you? Yeah, take take care of her. Like, yeah, no, it's fine. What, this whole what play happened? is just like in this really fraught level of heightened anxiety. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's fine. She realizes it, but she's still like kind of crying, and he's telling her like, "No, everything's fine." And and uh, she she tells him Rena's whole plan. Rourke asks her, like, why did she do it? And Eve said, because she could. That's what she said. She enjoyed the power and the control. And I was very unsatisfied with that. I, because she could? I think that a lot of times that is, every time that that is the reason why people do anything, I'm disappointed. Like, Yeah, I agree with that. There, She's not, like, she's not the first, or she is the first, but she's not the only bad guy we get that does shit just because they can yeah no, but it's, right. it's so unsatisfying though when that yeah. happens yeah like i want there to be a bigger reason yeah and there's just not but there's not but i feel yeah. like that's actually very realistic too because mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes people do just do shit because they can yeah yeah and that's why there are sociopaths in the world Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, and she says to him, you know, and that Rena's um, plan was to have Rourke self terminate. And she says, and with you dead, she figured I'd inherit all your goodies. <laughs> You're not going to do that to me, are you? And he said, what, die? And she says, leave me all this leave stuff. Me all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then he says, he laughed and kissed her. Only you would be annoyed by that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> so them. 
Yeah. So them. And then she says to him, like, it's tough caring. Yeah. Which is also a very easy thing to say because it yeah. is. Yeah. And she's, it's, she's starting to realize that this is the first time she was ever really afraid for, afraid for him. Yeah. yeah. Because prior to this, I mean, she feels like he can handle himself. But this was the first time she was actually frightened for him. And then the whole thing ends with him hauling her up, you know, over his shoulder. He picks her up to take her to the to the health center. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> she's not going to go on her own. Which, she needs to go. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. not the first time that's happened in these books already. Yeah. But, it, you know, it ends up just perfectly. Again, you know, it's so Eve. He, he picks her up and, you know. And he tells Peabody, Peabody, tell those MTs to come armed. She's liable to make a run for it. Make a run for it, yeah. And she says, put me down, you idiot. I'm not going. And then it says she was laughing as the doors closed on them. Yeah. You know, so it was like kind of a, aw. Yeah. Yeah. Moment at the end. Yeah. So there's a part, you know, I missed this part. Now I want to talk about it. So at the party and, and Peabody comes in to the party. And Eve's yelling at her because she's pissed at her, right? And um, she's telling her, you know, no dancing, no alcohol, blah, blah. She says to Peabody, I hauled you out of that building today and I can haul you out of here. By the way, Peabody, you could lose a few pounds. And I was like, what? Yeah. That's kind of rude. That's a mean thing. That's kind of a rude thing to say. But then, because we keep talking about Peabody's free ager parents mm-hmm. and the this you know so sweet the peabody's because we we meet them later on in the series yeah. such sweet people yeah but then so eve says you could lose a few pounds and peabody says so my mother's always telling me and i went what yikes yeah yeah i feel like Wait. that was maybe one of the moments that wasn't quite thought through as far as if we're going to bring the Peabody's in later in the series. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because that's so un-Peabody. It's so like, un- Mrs. You know, Peabody, I can't remember her first name, but Yeah. It doesn't yeah, what was sound her first like name? I don't remember. Phoebe. Why can't I think of it? Phoebe! Thank you, Tara. Look you. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> I, just, I just saw that and I was like, I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure I remember it, but like, yeah. wait, Mrs. No, Peabody. I agree. I, yeah, I find that, yeah, rather mean. Yeah. And I just feel like, I feel like Eve too, I mean, Eve is underweight. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just, I've always hated that idea of somebody who's not perfect body-wise shaming somebody else for it. I don't know. And I don't think anybody's yeah. perfect body-wise. I mean, just, I don't know. She doesn't yeah. do that again, ever, that I can think of. Yeah. Peabody, um, Peabody bitches about her own body, which right. is completely yeah. different. Which is the most yeah. relatable thing ever, so. Right, yeah. yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't think Eve I mean, ever does that again. No. Yeah. So I can forget I, the one instance. Yeah. I and think I think everybody there's a few times that. where, you know, Peabody's, you know, complaining about the size of her ass and Eve's just like, yeah, whatever, your ass yeah. is fine. You know, yeah, you're, you're oh, fine. so it's never like she ever thinks it again. So I don't know. Yeah, I think I guess mood. I can forgive that one instance. I think Eve's definitely in a mood in this book because, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I mean, you, you, when you're angry at somebody, you do kind of say things, say that, things you don't, that you don't mean. Yeah. And that's, it's fine, I guess. But yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of rude. It was. I agree. Yeah, it surprised me a little bit. So, okay. It's now it's time to kind of wrap up a little bit because it's starting to get late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, Jen's like uh, starting. <laughs> starting it's it was late like an hour ago yeah which is fine so yeah so um we're so our last trivia question we got we had an answer to that so the last trivia question from the last uh, episode was uh what was the name of the droid that met Eve and Peabody when they went to to Futures Laboratories and Research a subsidiary of Rourke Industries and that question was answered by Dover54 on Instagram. And the answer is Anna 6. Anna 6. That was Anna the six. Anna 6 model. Yay. Nice job, Dover. <laughs> <laughs> so the new trivia question is from this book. Um, and we all know that Jess is a dick. Right. <laughs> but Rourke had a different name from him. Rourke said, that back in his alley days in Dublin, men like Jess Barrow were called a specific name. What name did Rourke give to Jess? Ooh. From back in his That's a good Dublin one. alley days. So, hey, and you know, the, the last time we had an Ask Jen and, and you, uh, Jen, didn't have the answer. I didn't. I had to look it up the next day because it was pissing me off and I couldn't remember. Right. So what, so the, the question basically was, it was on the wiki page and it was on the gifts page and somebody wanted to know when Eve got her new um, work area. And it was apprentice and death. It was apprentice and death. Yes. You're absolutely right. I know. I looked so, it up. <laughs> so like I said, you know, two out of three ain't bad. It was bugging me. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's no. yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so. I realized though that part of it was because right there in the span of a couple books, they do both their um their offices, but then they also do their bedroom. Okay. So I was trying I right. was kind of mixing things up a little bit. So Okay. Well, that's never knew which book. Yeah. I just knew that it happened. I know that's really helpful. Yeah, that's how I am. <laughs> I know Something happened. Something <laughs> yeah. happened. Something happened, and it was in a book. There were and, fifty books. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I, I just yes, can't, but, but that's why we have Jen here. That's yeah. right. So, Even if I got the last one wrong. Womp yeah. Womp. Okay, so that's the book, and that's the episode. Um, so next week, we have another special guest. Um, next week, we have uh, Suzanne Winslow, and she's an author of uh, contemporary romance novels. And I think she's a fairly new uh, fan of the In Death series. But I saw a post on her Instagram, and she had bought like you know a huge stack of them in January. <laughs> I guess she's been going through them, so I was like, okay, you need to come on the show. So um, we're gonna have uh, Suzanne uh, Winslow on the show next week. What are you guys gonna talk about? I have no idea. Oh. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Nice. Yeah, It'll be a surprise. Everybody yeah. loves surprises. I love surprises. <laughs> 
Yeah. We have not discussed it yet. So everybody mm-hmm. loves surprises. So I, yeah, we'll figure I just it hope out. that it's your fine. fans won't miss me too much. <laughs> well, oh, sure. you know you'll be back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, be that's back. just. Yeah, that's it's a obvious. <laughs> Don't be jelly, Tara. <laughs> so, like, you guys I'm your can... special guest. Yeah, <laughs> right? I know. So, everybody needs to contact us and tell us if you missed a Tara next week. <laughs> But also enjoy Suzanne. I'm, you know. I'm excited, and I don't yeah. know a thing about yeah. her, so it's fine. <laughs> It'll be great. I'm actually reading her newest book right now. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually really good. Okay. And I need to buy it so I can read it. Yeah, so. yeah. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, again, you know, you guys know how to get in touch with us. You know, podcast and death on Instagram and on Twitter and uh, podcastanddeath.com, or you can send us an email at show at podcast and death. Or you can call us on our phone number. It's 2054-ROARC. And in numbers, that is 205-476-2753. And you can call us and leave a message. And let us know how much you miss Tara. That's right. (laughs) We are going to get so many phone calls. I know, right? (laughs) Just tell them to listen to Basic Snitches. It's fine. Listen yes. to basic snitches to basic and snitches. you'll get your fix. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. It's fantastic. Like I said, my daughter's also listening. So so excited. As am I. Yay. So fun. You guys are so yeah. fun to talk to about this. <laughs> Sorry, this went, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to edit it down, but this went way long. <laughs> Two hours and 23 minutes. By my Two hours and minutes. This is really going to be edited down. So, good time. Long time. <laughs> it was a good time. But so, it's always um, fun. It is fun, and uh, hopefully, it'll be a great episode for you guys. Hopefully, you you guys enjoyed this episode. Let us know. And until then, uh, for podcast and death, this is AJ. It's Jen. And it's Tara. Say Tara. Say this is Tara. Oh, this is Tara. Tara. Sorry. <laughs> she said I didn't recognize my name because you said it wrong. <laughs> I've forgiven you. It's fine. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) So anyway, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan and Jen Terpstra and is produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo, and it's available at Shutterstock.com. This podcast and all of our previous podcasts are available at PodcastInDeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at PodcastInDeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Twitter and Instagram. But no, we don't have a Facebook page. Also, you can call us and leave a message 
at 205 for Rourke. That's 205, the number four, Rourke. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slunch it to you.